Yo, 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 we is back. Episode number nine of the Nina. Not The Same Podcast. What Rob said, what he said, what he said. Episode number nine of the Not The Same Podcast. Bible study. Bible in study. The, in the Bible, getting the Bible, son. You in here? You <laughs> know what I mean? <laughs> get yourself in the book. Get yourself in the book. Yo, 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 if you're watching on another page, uh, Another Facebook page, please slide over to the Not the Same podcast so we can see your comments or whatever. Uh, we like to talk to you. If you're watching, man, let us know what's good. Say what up, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, and could yeah. you please give us a like and subscribe? And uh, uh, I ain't got the little button for this, but yo, give us one of them. <laughs> like and subscribe and uh, hit that notification right. bell to keep up with everything we're doing with this Bible study. The first and third uh, Tuesday of every Tuesday of every month. Every month, every month, every, and we in the new month. What up, though, to uh, that new month, that new month we in August, <laughs> August, right? Yeah. August, <laughs> them joints flying past, man. man, they flying, yeah, flying, bro. August, man, they flying past, man. The days are flying past. Yeah. So, uh, the last subject we talked about, we we're on the subject of faith and how we're gonna be doing it from now on. What up, Noah? How you doing, fam? Good to see you, brother. Good to oh, see no. you. Yeah, man. So uh, the subject that we're on is faith. And how are we going to do it from now on? We're going to spend two weeks on the subject, and we may come back after the next two weeks. And me and Rob will uh, – uh, what's, what, what's, what's the specific word, brother? Uh, I don't know. We can kind of tag team alternate. the subject, bro. Alternate. There alternate? we go. Like okay. an alternator. Alternate. Me and Rob will alternate on these subject matters. Uh, and this subject we're on right now is on faith. But also, we may go to something else, or we are going to go to something else in the next two weeks, and then we may come back to faith, because faith is very expensive. Very, yeah, yeah. Subject. Very good subject, but very expensive and deep subject. So, we need to wrap up what happened last week. What happened last week, we talked about what is faith. Rob, what did you have on that, on what is faith? What is faith? You would give me. I'm grabbing my notes, though. You know, like the keynote speakers be doing. Hey, brother, you got to go. Uh, you got to go turn everybody else off, man. Because I'm uh, trying to, brother. Hey, I tell you what. <laughs> um... So, so what we talked about <laughs> while Rob getting himself together, thank getting you, everything thank together, because you know we gonna blame it on the devil, but it ain't the devil. It's just Rob Flesh. <laughs> it ain't Rob Flesh. He just, you know, we all was, you know, trying to get everything together. So we talked about faith. What is faith? Faith now, faith is the substance, the evidence of things not seen, the substance of things hoped for. Is right. uh, we started in Hebrews uh, last week, and we talk about Hebrews what faith 11. is. Hebrews eleven. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, let me look at my notes too. You know, so I can yeah. Get so it. Hebrews eleven one through Thank six you, is what we start. Yeah, what we started from. Um, and we talked about how a lot of people confuse um, the verse with yeah. the definition of faith and that's not the case um when in yeah. fact faith is it's just a description of faith in um hebrews 11 1 through 6 and mm -hmm. um we then went to hebrews 11 um 11 through 13 where we have to ask ourselves if we never get that prayer that we answered will our faith waver and what we're talking what we talked about the first time is what faith is and what yeah. we're expected to do when we're in faith 
Um, yeah. And then we ended up with Hebrews um, 11 and 29. I got all my notes over here, brother. Okay, got all okay, my notes. Okay. So, um, yeah. And then, you know, come on, Doc. we just talked about, we, right. <laughs> Even though we talked about the children of Israel, um, how they didn't, their faith wavered, even after seeing the mighty miracles. And this is the one thing I will tell you guys, miracles don't bring people to God. Nope. You know what I mean? And if you think it does, miracles have you excited for the moment. Now, can it be mm -hmm. life changing? Yes. But what I would say is what's going on, Rev? Um, what I would say is um, Enough, it goes to show that um, God did spectacular things in, in the um, um, Israelites life and yet and still their yeah. faith wavered and they kept complaining and complaining. So now tonight, as we go in, um, how, how we introduce faith on what faith is, we're talking about what faith isn't. Yeah, see, go ahead and um, it look it looked like um, my um internet has returned to um all of its glory here. It's a perfect status. <laughs> Salute the spectrum, man. I'm a, I'm I might be hollering at uh at uh AT and T soon. They got thousand megabytes for the same price. That, up that, and that's down. what they are. That's what they always tell you, brother. Yeah, that's all and I'm then they say, say yeah, but them megabytes only work in certain spots. So yeah, I'm, I'm right, right, put. right. All right, man. <laughs> Let's move on. All right, man. So we are gonna get in the word. We starting tonight. Second Timothy verse one. Uh we're gonna go one through uh hold on, let me pull up my notes. We're going one through Second Timothy one through one, five. And we may go a little bit further. Second Timothy okay. one through five. But uh and we gonna this is what we're gonna go with. What we're talking about tonight, what is what faith what what, what it is, is or it? faith, what right. faith isn't, what faith is not, right? And right. we're gonna talk about I got four examples of what faith isn't. One unfeigned and that's a you know a older uh uh what they call it uh king james version an older word but unfeigned double-minded weak or doubt those are all examples of uh what faith isn't what faith right. faith is not unfeigned faith is not double-minded faith is not weak and faith is not doubt now there are many 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 more examples but we chose two because we only have an hour and we only used to hour. you know we used to think like man how we going to fill up everything in the hour? And I'd be like, how are we going to condense everything in the hour? That's how right, I switch it, right. you know, because God's word is good. All right, man, let's get into the word. So 2 Timothy 1, starting with verse 1. Paul, This is Paul's letter to Timothy. Timothy was like his son. Timothy was a pastor, like a young pastor in the Bible, or mm -hmm. a youth pastor, so to speak, to say that. And uh, he, Paul was like his spiritual father. So Paul wrote letters to churches and his uh, also people that's part of his fellowship. So he's writing this letter to Timothy. So uh let me pull this down a little bit. Hold on one second. Pull this 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 boy down. Uh just right. Still All right. still working. Still I'm looking down. I am with you, Steve. I'm, you know what That's I'm doing over here. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of the will of God, according to the promise of life which is in Christ Jesus, to Timothy, my de dearly beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace be from from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God whom I serve from my forefathers with pure conscience that without ceasing I have without ceasing I have remembrance of thee and my prayers or you what thee basically means and my prayers and day and day, night and day, my bad. Greatly desiring to see thee or the fellowship with him again, being mindful of the, your tears that I may be filled with joy. When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee or you, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. And I am 
I am persuaded that that is in you also. I'm going to keep going a little bit. Wherefore, I put you in remembrance that you stirred the gift of God, which is in you by the putting on hands or on the laying on of hands. For God have not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Uh, I'm going to stop at A. Be, the, be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, uh, Lord, nor me of his power. But be thou partakers of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. I'm going to go to nine. I'm sorry. The word is just good. Who have saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. All right. So the part we point out right now is number five. When I call to remember the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice. And I am persuaded that in, in you also, basically the faith that that was in your mother and your grandmama, I believe that's in you as well. Right. 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 Now the next question, what up MKJ? The next question is, or the definition, what does unfeigned mean? Some of you, if you don't read the King James Bible, what in the world does unfeigned? Why is there a net in here? Get out of here. Cause the lights, <laughs> What does unfeigned mean? I meant to have the uh, the nef- definitions up where you can see them, but we're just going to, uh, I'm going to read it. Go ahead and read the definition. what you say? Read that thing. Yeah, go ahead and read it, brother. Okay. I, I, Keep it going. All out the, out the, out the ghost. Uh, <laughs> back in. Woosah. <laughs> that anyway, man. It. <laughs> it was the I know, If that did it, I would never end. <laughs> no, nah, I'm in there. Sincere, oh, the definition for unfeigned, sincere, wholehearted, heartfelt, Hardy, unfeigned, meaning genuine in feeling, sincere stresses up absence of hypocrisy, feigning, or any falsifying embellishment or exaggeration. Ooh, so basically what it's saying is you're not faking faith, right? Right. And some right. of all of us, uh, I'm going to go to uh, this main screen. A lot of us have faked it, faked it instead yeah. of faked it. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. You have to get built up in the word to have faith for something. A lot of times we want to have faith for something without having the word to back up what we're believing for. Right. So a right. lot of times we'll be having a un, a faint, unfeigned faith or fake false faith. Right. Right. And as a believer, we have to be uh, very, very strategic, not strategic, but we have to be very, very faithful. In a sense, what I mean by that, you don't have to be fake like. Even if you don't have enough faith to believe what you're believing for, be honest about it. Lord, I believe, but help me with my faith. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm sorry. Text message just popped on my screen, which is weird. That's something weird Apple do. Text, text message just pop up on your screen. Excuse me. But, yo, we have to have real faith. Even if you are lacking and doubt, there's uh, the scripture in Matthew where he said, uh, Lord, I believe, but help my, un- I mean, I got faith, but help my unbelief. Sometimes we may not believe like we should, but we should be honest right. and real with God of where we're at. You know what I mean? So unfeigned mean un uh as the streets, unfalse flagging. <laughs> right. Unfaking. Right, right. If you're from Memphis, unflodge. You know what I mean? You just right. being real with it. You know what I mean? And yep. uh let's go to a couple of examples of the scripture. Not the same Christian sinner. <laughs> He's silly. No, no, no. It's not the same Christian sinner. But we is some Christians out here. Um, you know what I mean? Go ahead, Rob. Sound like you got something no, in your belly. No, just just something on your um on your base. And I will say this: we do need to be strategic in a sense, though. See, because um the Bible say without a vision, the people perish. So yeah. you need to be strategic on what you're doing in yeah. your faith. You know what I mean? And what I mean yeah. by that, 
those Bible lessons, those um the very the very base scripture on what C was talking about. It shows, look, Paul is talking to Timothy, and this is what he said because of the prayers from his his mother and his grandmother. Right. Right. It, it went down to him. So what are you doing in front of people as a believer yes. to show yes. your faith? Like if you're a parent, what are you doing in front of your exactly. children? Because exactly. mama and grandmama was praying and reading mm -hmm. the word in front of Timothy, which it birthed in him. And that's what that's what Paul is commending yes. Timothy on saying, yes. hey, look, your faith goes without your unwavering faith. It showed. And Paul talked about genuine faith in some translations, which what he said in um unfeigned, which means unhypocritical. Mm -hmm. So you're not a hypocrite because your faith may, may, may be low. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't make, that's not what makes you a hypocrite. What makes you a hypocrite if you say you have faith, but you really don't. Now, if your right. faith want, um, dwindles every now and then, which we're going to get into that as we continue in this Bible study, that's something totally different. Then that's when it, you are being hypocritical and, and, and you faking it and not faith in it. As, as C just said a moment ago, go ahead, C. I'm almost there. Give me one second. All right. Uh, yeah, man. So, like Rob said, I agree with everything you said. Total facts. Total, total facts. Like, we cannot fake it. And we've all been there. We've all been there. Because sometimes your faith ain't high about something. You could be leaving God for healing for something. And you want to be healed. And you want to believe God for it. But that doctor report is hitting you. It's hitting different. You know what I mean? And right, you're trying right. to stand on the word, but that doctor port is hitting different, and that pain that's in your body is hitting different. And sometimes, you know, you're just not there yet. But you have to be, what it's saying is unfeigned is not being fake about it. Be real about it. God can right, do something right. with you being real. He right. can't do nothing with you being fake about it. You know what I mean? One of the next things that we wanted to talk about is uh, double-minded, right? Yeah. And we're going yeah. to James 4, and we'll go 1 through 8. But I'm going to read the definition. Being double-minded is to be double-souled or double-hearted, to exist with divided loyalties, Jesus, and allegiances. Double-minded people are easily swayed by doubt or, insert or uncertainty, which is the opposite of a follower of God, Lord Jesus. Now, they went hey. gangster with it, but hey. uh, it's real. We're not, going, we're, not, we're not going there, but the Old Testament even talks about that. A double-minded yeah. person is unstable in all these ways. So, right, right. you know what I mean? Um we we stand on KJV today, or we gonna go over to the? Um, yeah, let me let me let me switch, bro. My bad. Yeah, let's sw bad. Let, let's switch up for the folk. Let me find my. my and the purpose of us switching up for those who like to go out the King James version, we do have people who listen and, and um who also watches, who can't you know quite understand the, um KJV. So we go to the yeah. ASV, and we do different translations. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, we um. Go ahead and make sure you hit that um that refresh, brother, because it's still showing. What you saying? It looked like it say ASV, but it looked like it's still reading in King James. Nah, it uh it switched. Okay, cool. Yeah, All so right. I mean don't 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 um don't come looking for us and, and get um become gospel gangsters on us because we not please reading don't. out the KJV. I mean KJV. Go ahead, see. Please though, we ain't fighting none of you, none of you, none of you chumps. <laughs> All right. Whence <laughs> comes whence come wars, whence come fightings among you. When they uh oh let me it do seem kind of suspect. Hold on, let me refresh this one. It, it, it say whence, brother. Okay. Here we go. Whence come wars and whence come fightings among you. 
come they not hence. Even your pleasures that uh, warn your members. Ye lust and have not. You kill and covet. And uh, cannot hold on, bro. I, I can't deal with this American stuff. Give me one second, yeah, dude, uh, people. Yeah, e- I, I like this ESV, man. I'm kind of used yeah, to ESV, it. brother. Let me find my my uh, my ESV. Hey, no, I, I don't blame you. I got a parallel Bible that got all four of them next to each other, so I feel that NIV, NLT, New King James, and King James. So if I don't know what a word means, I just look over at the um other um translation. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Here we go. A little bit more comfortable with this here. All right, warn against worldliness. What causes uh, quarrels and what causes fights? What causes fights among you? Is it is it not this that your passions are at war within you? You desire and you do not have, so you murder. You covet and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and you do not receive because you ask wrongly, or King James, you ask amiss to spend to spend it on your passions you adulterous people do you not know that friendship with the world is in a or enemy uh enemy. enmity that's mm-hmm. another word is friendship with the world is basically an enemy with god therefore whoever wishes to be a friend with the world makes itself an enemy of god or do you suppose it is it is to no purpose that the scripture says he yearns jealously over the spirit that he has made to dwell in us. He gives more grace. Therefore, it says God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Submit yourselves to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you cleanse your hands, you sinners and purify your hearts. You double minded. Be wretched <laughs> and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy be turned uh, your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will exalt you. All right, he was getting real gangster there, right? What we're talking about here is double-mindedness. Do not be double-mindedness. I'm going to read this definition again. Being double-minded is to be double-souled or double-hearted, to exist with divided loyalties and allegiances. Double-minded people are easily swayed by doubt and uh, swayed by doubt or uncertainty. Which is the opposite of a follower of God. Just 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 also gangster. Rob, you got anything on that? As I go to the next scripture. I, I, I'm gonna go back to this scripture as you read the after you read this um second one, then I'll go back and um talk about the scripture you just read. Okay. Hold on. All right. So we going James 1, uh, verses 2 through 8. Let me roll it down. All right, we're going to start with 2. Testing of your faith. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials in various ki- uh, of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be made perfect, uh, complete, lacking nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith, not doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he received anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Mr. Davis. Yes, sir. Um, Here's the deal. 
with the way that the world set up, and this this is what I want to talk about on these two mm-hmm. scripts is how they go hand in hand because we went to four and then went back to the beginning. Yeah. Uh, with the way the world is today and the beast of what social media is, we often fall into this trap called comparison and not truly trusting God. Um, yeah. Or we, we trust until we feel um, God ain't moving fast enough or he just didn't hear. You know yeah. what I mean? And so it becomes this instant gratification. And it goes back to um, it goes back. So so then doubt sets in and then we fall into the um, trap of the, uh, what James one through eight was talking about, which is yeah. trying to please the flesh to impress the world and, re- and not resisting the devil. The yeah. key thing about, you know, it says if you submit unto God. You know, we always resist the devil and he'll flee. There's no resisting without submission. Exactly. And that's the biggest thing. That's why we always tell you when yes. you see an insert of a scripture, go back up a couple of times. Scripture right. interprets scripture. So we talking about faith. You can't resist the devil if you're not submission submission submitted unto God. You can't yes. be walking um you can't be walking in faith if you're in the in the trap of comparison. And like yeah. somebody just said, social media is a scary place because you find yourself in well they got it, they got it. How come I don't right. have it? Lord, I right. prayed. They said they prayed. Let me explain to you. There's a lot of little G gods. And a lot of them. There's a lot of tricks. See, a lot of people think <gasps> tricks are blessings. Mm-hmm. The enemy tricks his people. Like, think about this, and, and this is kind of going off, but I want to make this point. When the devil took Jesus up on the mount, who we're supposed to follow, he tried to trick Jesus with kingdoms and this and that. Yes. Those were yes. tricks. Yes. But this is the world calls the tricks the blessings. But mm-hmm. that's not the blessings because those things pass away. Our blessing yeah. is what's in it for eternity. So my thing is, it's a vicious cycle, but we have to keep pressing and keep our faith in God because we got to also remember the Bible says, and we talked about this last um, um, last um, Bible study, without faith, it's impossible to please him. Absolutely. So if you look at what the scripture is talking about in James, when it says um, you double minded, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because they're trying to fulfill the flesh. And that's what we do in the body. We we up and down our timelines and we seeing all these people saying bless, hashtag bless, bless, bless. Yeah. Yeah. Blessings is not materialistic things, but we 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 put it in that. Um, and then and I'm going to digress after this. We put it in that in, in that fold and then our faith starts to waver because now we're on some comparison because the world has been tricked to think that their tricks are blessings. Yeah. And it's not blessings. Blessings come from God, regardless of how you look at it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And um, I, I'll stop right there. See, but it's very, very important, y'all. Like if you didn't fail and your faith didn't waver, just yeah. get back up. Get back, get back up, up and we'll, talk, we'll, we'll talk about it in a minute. Sis, sis bruh, yeah. like what, yeah. whatever you're going through and you, God ain't answering. The, yeah. the last thing you need to do if you in the valley low or you going through something, the last thing you need to be doing is having your phone looking at Instagram at your favorite star because right. it's right. going to put you in the trap. That's right. all I'm going to tell you. It's going to put and you a lot, in the trap. And a lot, and a lot of those, uh, uh, good evening, Miss Wanda. Yeah, a lot of those, those people that you're looking at are miserable. You know what I mean? Miserable. Life, life is terrible. Life is not the greatest, man. But once again, what we was just talking about was double-minded. What up, what up, yeah. uh, The Voice? What up, brother? How you doing? Yeah, but uh, yeah, for us, blessings equal finances for a whole lot of people. Bro. A lot, a lot, a lot of people. A lot of people. A lot of people. But let people. me tell you something. Anthony Bourdain want, uh, traveled the world. Yep. Money, shows. Yep. Had the finances. Saw Damn. some of the most exotic spots in the world. Guess what? Yeah. It didn't equal peace. Right. He didn't have a peace of mind because he ended up taking his own life. And so many other right. people, money, money don't 
money don't make you happy. Can mo- no, money don't. take care of no, a lot don't. of issues? It yes. can. Yes. But what I will say is this: the peace that surpasses all understanding comes from Christ and, and, and God and God alone. You dig what I'm Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. It comes through Absolutely. Christ from God. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Go ahead, man. So like we we was talking about double-minded, uh, I'm going to read this definition one more time before we move on to the next one. Double-minded, being double-minded is to be double-souled or double-hearted, to exist with divided loyalties and allegiances. Double-minded people are easily swayed by doubt or uncertainty, which is right. the opposite of a follower of God. A lot of people, right now you're seeing a lot of falling away in CHH. You know, we talk about that music a lot. And a lot of people call themselves Christians and never enter the church. Right. And and the saving is not in church, but the building, the bit, not the physical building, but the building of yourself uh, and in God can get brought up and learned in church. Right. And you may not understand being double minded. And what I mean, for example, you'd be like, man, I'm blessed, but I'm so ugly. You know what I mean? Double minded. Or you saying, yo, you know, yeah, I believe God can give me a house. But, man, I'm broke. My whole family broke. Credit always bad. It's going to always be bad. You double-minded. You know what I'm saying? So you believe in God for this house, but you steady talking about you broke, 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 broke. You're not believe. You're not in line, you know, believing. Your words is not lining up what your heart is supposed to be believing. You know what I mean? Uh, Miss Wanda said, Katie Spade said the uh, same thing. All that money and word took her own life. Yeah, all kind, of, all kind of people that's rich is very devoid of uh, peace in their heart because yeah. money don't. Money answer of all things, the Bible say that, but it don't give you peace. It don't yeah. give you joy. It's only temporal. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, the next thing, uh, another example of faith is, uh, what isn't faith is weak. The word weak is, is uh, what I mean by that, you can't be weak in believing and be in faith. Like, it's one of, you know, so another example of what isn't faith is weak. All right. Definition of weak is very simple definition. Liable to break or give way under pressure, easily damaged. That that is an example of somebody who's weak. They're very weak in their faith. Now let's go to the biblical uh, scriptures. We're gonna go to Acts nineteen eleven through seventeen. Let me get there right quick. Give me a second, people. Good people. Hold on. I got the pages, brother. I'm there. I know, I know, but you know, <laughs> technology don't move fast as Rob Redeem's hands. You know, that brother, that's a quick brother. You know what I'm saying? That brother, brother moved fast. Also, he probably already had it printed out, but we ain't going to talk about that part of it. No, sir. No, sir. Pages <laughs> of the Bible, brother. <laughs> right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? The end of the book. All right, man. So we're going uh, Acts 11 through 17. Let me get through number 11. We're going to read this talking about the sons of Sceva. If you ever heard of this, this is someone (laughs) who tried to operate in faith and it was weak. They didn't really know. This kind of ties into both. Like we talking about unfeigned faith, false flagging faith. Like they really ain't got faith. So these, uh, before we read this, what happens is some sons of Sceva seeing the disciples running around here healing people, seeing Jesus healing people, saw Paul healing people, and they're like, yo, Paul can do it. We can do it too, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so <laughs> let's see what happens with these brothers. It's, it's, it's not the same. Pun to our, yes, a literal pun to our podcast. <laughs> In a way, and God, the sons of Sceva, and God was doing extraordinary miracles by the hands of Paul so that even handkerchiefs 
or aprons that touched his skin were carried away to the sick. Pause right there. Let me pause right there. Have you ever seen? Yep, that's uh, where it comes from. I ain't gonna say the preacher name, but it was a preacher come on real late at night, and he was selling those things. One thing about a false teacher or a false uh, doctrine, there's truth in it. Hmm. Right? You sell somebody selling handkerchiefs. What What was wrong was not the handkerchiefs or something that had touched somebody that's anointed. You know, this is an example of handkerchiefs or aprons. Something that touched somebody had the anointing or the healing anointing on their life, right? Touched them and they was able to transfer it to somebody else because that's what this is talking about. Uh uh, the aprons that had touched his skins were carried away to the sick and their diseases left them and the evil spirits came out of them. So one key thing you've seen this on TV. The problem isn't the handkerchiefs. The problem isn't the a- aprons. The problem isn't the napkins or whatever, the prayer cloths or the anointing oil. That's the problem is that it is sold. That's the problem. Just put a pen in it. We'll come back to that another Bible study. Another but Bible these study. things, the problem is, it's not that it's the handkerchiefs or the aprons or anything like that, or, you know, anointing oil and all that that a lot of people throw away because, you know, they tried it, it didn't work or whatever, or they saw somebody selling it. The problem is selling it. You do not sell the anointing. That is ultimate blasphemy. Ultimate blasphemy. Brother. I'm just, uh, I'm a, uh, I get, Let I it breathe and keep it, it pushed. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to. Let it breathe. Anyway, all right, we're going to carry on with what we was reading. All right. all right. So that even the handkerchiefs or aprons that touched his skin were carried away to the sick and their diseases, diseases left them and the evil spirits came out of them. Thank you, Jesus. Then some of the itinerant Jewish exorcists or itinerant mean traveling uh, exorcists mm-hmm. mean they was just they were supposed to be getting rid of the demons. Right. undertook to invoke the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits saying, listen to what they said. Another big problem. I adjure you or I rebuke you by the Jesus who, whom Paul proclaimed. Yes. Whom Paul proclaimed. Other words, they had no relationship with the Jesus they talking about. Right. One reason why what's going to happen to them happened to them. Seven sons of a Jewish high priest named Sceva were doing this. But the evil spirit answered them and said, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. Uh, Paul, I recognize. But who in the Hades are you? Right. Right. <laughs> Real world language. Or who are you? And the man in whom the evil spirit, who and man in whom was the evil spirit, leaped on them, mastered them all, a.k.a. whooped them, overpowered mm-hmm. them so that they fled out of the house naked and wounded. And this became known to all the residents of Ephesus, both the Jews and the Greeks, and fear p- fell upon them all, and the name of the Lord was extolled or lifted up. And many of those who uh, were now many of those who were now believers came confessing and divulging their practices, and a number of those who had practiced magical arts brought their books together and burned them in the sight of all. And they counted them, uh, they counted the value of them and found and found it and came 50,000 pieces of silver. So the word of the Lord continued and continued to increase and pro- prevail mightily. Praise God for that last part. They, they yeah. burnt all them sorcerer things. Yeah. Um, go ahead, Rob. Cause, uh, yes, sir. I appreciate it. Go in, go um, in, brother. Go in, brother. So we mentioned this on the podcast when mm-hmm. we talked about, um, 
if I go to church, do I have to read my Bible? If I read my yeah. Bible, do I have to go to church? That was one of our right. faith segments. And this is what it is. See, a lot of people, you got to know God for yourself. This mm -hmm. goes right back to when we was talking about my pastor said, my pastor yeah. said, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. basically, Paul said, Jesus, you know what I'm saying? If your faith is in the pastor and not in God, through the son, Jesus, or Yeshua, for my right. deep folk, you know, because yeah. I know yeah. about Jay and the Hebrews, Hebrews. yeah. Mm -hmm. Then you're powerless again and, and not pleasing unto God. So yeah. here they are trying to cast out demons. You, listen, my faith can't get you into heaven. C's faith can't get you into heaven. None the voice, or anybody else listening to the sound of my voice, right? It, it, it's it's not going to happen. The only way through it, like, I praise God that y'all fellowshipping and we all here tonight on this Bible study. But Amen. me and C always try to say, we are not your pastors. We're we are just pastors. going through it. What we're trying to do is just go forth and yes. move forth and and, and, yeah. and share the Bible. And we have, that's why it is a interactive Bible study. We're not here for yes. debate, but no. you have to know God for yourself. It shouldn't just be on the first and third Tuesday that you picking up your Bible. And right. then when you're going through something, uh, well, I'm a read, you know what I'm saying? I, 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 yeah, I'm, yeah. C said, so no, the Bible said, or Rob said, no, the Bible said, what does the word of the God says or right. say, say so that you can stand on it and you have that personal relationship. Uh, deep, deep people always say this. Oh, I got a relationship, not religion. Well, act like it because the relationship, yeah, when you in a relationship with somebody, it's intimate. You know them, yeah, you know the sound of their voice, you know that they're sent, you know, every, their characteristics. Mm. You mm. know what I'm saying? That's mm. faith in God and having a yeah. relationship. Religion. Right or faking it is knowing of God. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like, like yes. I know of him. He a good dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like stuff like that. Like God is a good person. He's a loving guy. He, you know, you know, topics of God, but you don't know his characteristics and his, his intimacy. Go ahead. See, I, I go all day long with that one. Yeah. So this goes back to one of our first examples, unfeigned, right? No faking, right? No faking. Why you say he just got a small credit from Spectrum? I don't know, but we'll take it. Jesus' name. So no faking, right? <laughs> no AT&T. That's what he, she's saying. <laughs> Go yeah, ahead. Don't switch. But yeah, man. So no faking. Like these people, the seven sons of Sceva, sons of a priest, a Jewish priest, right. supposedly right. inside the royal, fa the royal family. They're in the, they inside the covenant, right? Right. But right. because they didn't have a personal relationship with Jesus like Paul did, they couldn't come and cast out a demon saying, I say you come out in uh in the name of Jesus who Paul know. And the, <laughs> the demon looked at him and whooped his tail. Whooped right. his tail. Jesus, I know Paul, I know who is you. And uh, you finna catch these hands and you're lucky we ain't kill you. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? You're lucky you ain't die right now. Yeah, you know what I'm give you something to think, think about, about since you want to you want to use this name without no authority and that, that right. is a big point Ooh. like if you you don't listen a believer have access and authority to use the name of Jesus you dig what I'm saying yeah, someone man. outside the covenant what up what up just Jane what up uh DJ G, DJ G. how you doing brother yep what up just Jane thank y'all for but joining yeah, in thank y'all look a believer has access to the authority of God Right. Amen. A believer can have access. They have the same authority that Jesus has. Right. You don't walk exactly like Jesus. Get it. But I'm saying you could come in the authority in the name of Jesus. You can cast something out that way. But if you are not a believer, if you never met, you have never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And furthermore, to the next level, if you have never 
had a real relationship with him because you can accept him as your Lord and Savior and never kick it with him, never talk to him, never share anything. Right. Like Rob was saying, not have a real relationship. Uh, don't be trying to cast nothing out. Don't try that. You pray, Lord, help me. Lord, have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Have mercy, Lord. Mercy. Mercy, because I, I know I ain't in good covenant. I ain't. I, me and you ain't straight right now. So get, have mercy. You know what I mean? But don't yeah, be trying to step yeah. out there. Now, operating in things like that, I'm going to say this, and we're not going to go too deep into this, but any believer has authority over the greatest devil. Remember oh, that. Yeah. Remember that. Don't ever think you have to run from a devil because long, as soon as you recognize who you are, they run from you. We read the scripture earlier. Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Hey, but you can, it, don't just hey. resist. The first part is most important. Submit to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. A lot of times, we be trying to make things that is the devil, and we be just accepting it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some we said, I'm going to pull this up, and, you know, look, this is no shame. A lot of people feel shame when you point out things in the Bible that they ain't read. But listen to what this said, number 12, right? So that even the handkerchiefs and aprons that had touched his skin were carried away to the sick, and their diseases left them and the evil spirits came out. What was lined up right with diseases? Evil spirits. Yeah. Diseases ain't from God. Remember that. Because a lot of people, you know, we've learned to live with whatever ailment we have. God is not the God of ailments. He's a healer. You dig what I'm saying? And just because you're dealing with an ailment don't mean you're in sin. But always remember the source. Rob will tell you, me and Rob talk all the time. I always say, who's the source? Who's yep. the source? Who's the source of any disease? You know, yep. and uh, when we read Genesis and we're going to move on. Remember we read G Genesis and um, we was talking about Genesis in the beginning. God created this. He created that. Did he ever say he created disease? You dig what I'm saying? Just because it's here don't mean it's of his authoring. Sometimes yeah. it is a response or a, 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 a byproduct of the fall. A lot of things are a byproduct of the fall. So I'm not saying, look, nobody need to hold your head down that, hey, you fighting a disease? Fight. Just yep. never accept. Fight. I don't care if you live with it your whole life. Fight. Always be right. like, Lord, I thank, right you. I thank you, Lord, that I'm being healed. Why taking your medicine? Don't be no dummy. <laughs> yeah. say, I ain't going to take the medicine. I'm healed. Hey. No, you can say I'm hey. healed and take the medicine. God made doctors too. Go ahead, I got to say one more thing on that because you said fake it. You know, you got the fake faith right. and you got the faith faith. But um, there's a difference between faith and foolishness. That, yes. That's all. I, that's all. That's yes. all I'm gonna say. Like throwing away your pills if God ain't told you. If God ain't said. Ain't told right? you, and you better be sure. You sure. You sure. You yeah. sure. You sure that God didn't told you to throw away some pills. I would that triple goes check back that. To having that relationship. Lord, you might. Have to, you might have to. Uh, Speak to everybody. You might, hey, wake me up in the middle of the night. Be sure you sure you sure. Because he can actually move like that, and I believe he can move like that, and I've seen that happen before. I've seen but that I just want to be sure. I would just yeah. want to be sure. Fine, my my you all right over way. there, brother? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. I dropped my phone. Dropped my okay, phone. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, here we go. Uh, So I the next one we go into. What you say, bro? Uh, you went out Oh, we got spirit. another scripture to go to. My bad. We <laughs> yeah, we go got to... scriptures, brother. Matthew, Matthew 17. No, we already did 17. We going to... Uh, no, we did Acts 19, brother. We were still on Acts. Give me right, brother. Give me right. Give me right. My brother. 
Yeah, brother. We, you know, help us one to another. Don't scream me down, though, Negro. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, where are we going to? Dots? Um, Matt, yeah, Matthew 17, 14 through 21. Brother, I got you, notes. Sir. I got notes over here, brother. Don't take away my notes. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> All right. The uh, title for this, Jesus Heals a Boy with a Demon. All right. And what we're talking about here, we're still talking about doubt. Uh, are we still talking about doubt? No, we're still talking about no, weak. we talking about weak. Weak. My bad. Weak, like other words, weak faith. And right. I'm, right, I'm going to go ahead and read this. So we are at Matthew 17 and 14. Matthew 17 and 14, once again. And when, when they came to the crowd, a man came up to him, kneeling before him, said, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he has seizures and suffers terribly. For often he falls into the fire and often into the water. I brought him to you to your disciples and they could not heal him. That's the point. I'm. That's kind of the point I'm talking about. Right. So he brought him to the disciples. People that are literally, literally around Jesus all the time. They living with Jesus, literally like they roommates. Know what I mean? Right. All right. This is Jesus response. Now. Y'all remember last week, one of the scriptures we said, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Right. Jesus is who? The son of who? God. Look at his response to how he responded to them not being able to heal the people and not having the faith to do it. Jesus, Jesus said, uh, and Jesus answered, oh, faithless, twisted generation, how long am I to be, be with you? A.K.A. How long y'all, I got to put up with y'all, a.k.a. y'all is getting on my last nerve. How long am I to bear with you? Bring the boy over here or bring him to me, right? And Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of him and the boy was healed instantly. Then the disciples came to him privately. That's just like, that's just like a one word. Let me, uh, yo, yo, yo. yo hey, let me holler at you for a minute. <laughs> when ain't nobody watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let, me, let me talk to you too a minute. Let me talk to you. So the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, why could we not cast it out? Jesus said to them, because of your little faith. Truly, I say to you, if you have faith like a grain of a mustard seed, you would say that this mountain moved from here to there and it would be moved. It would move and uh, nothing would be impossible for you or, you know, cast into the sea. All right. Look. One point. Go ahead, Rob. Can you go down a little bit? Keep going. ES, no, 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 no. Okay. So I want to add, I'm not adding to it, but the ESV didn't say it, but I want y'all to hear this last part. Okay. Um, I know in the, um, in the new King James version, it says, um, I'm going to read that last part for a reason. Um, verse 20 and 21, it says, so Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, for surely I say to you, um, you can say, um, faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move mm -hmm. and nothing will be impossible for you. However, this kind does not go out except yes, by prayer yes. and fasting. Yes. And it's yes. very important. I wanted to yes. I wanted to put that out there. Um yes. he's saying this type of faith don't happen unless it's through prayer and fasting. So if you're not praying, you're not that, fasting, right? that was the um um the um New King James version. Let's see if I can get that joint. I liked it. I liked it. So it, it was important because um New I I kinda I wanna I wanna expound on that fasting and prayer thing. Here we go. All right. Uh, give me one second. Yeah, that I was, got you. That I was know excellent. You. 
you going down to 20 and 21. So they can, yeah, there you go, right there. Yeah. So like Rob said, uh, because of your unbelief, assuredly I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. That is key, key, yeah. key. Like Rob right there, said. Man. Like um, Rob said. Go ahead, bro. Time. I just wanted to say Jesus gave us the blueprint to our faith yeah. walk in these lines. Yeah. Like fasting and praying. Fasting causes us to crucify the flesh, which we talked about earlier in James 4. They started trying to gratify the flesh. And when we yeah. do the comparison thing, which makes our faith waver, praying puts us in communication with God, which is the relationship that I was talking about, having a personal, intimate relationship. So you right. can hear his voice and walk in faith and not yeah. worry about the things around you. That's the reason why I wanted to make sure we talked about prayer and fasting, because, again, Jesus gave us the blueprint in our faith walk just in these lines, same way he did his disciples. So, I mean, just something to think about, man. Yeah. Once again, like, like Rob said, also we, I want to point out, these were Jesus's disciples, yes. right? They was with Jesus and they still had a faith issue. Now look at, like I said earlier, look at Jesus's response to them about that, how he felt. Oh, faithless and perverse generation. Like he was snapping on them. How long shall I yeah. be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring them here to me. Other words, look, you you with the son of God. You see me do all these miracles and you ain't operating in faith. Like the Bible says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Faith is so monumental. So I don't think he's happy about lack of faith. You dig what I'm saying? All right, Rob, we're going to go on to the last point the last point is this my phone opened up because my hand doubt slash unbelief the definition to be uncertain about something to believe that something may not be true or is unlikely to have no confidence in someone or something doubt right that's we saw some of that in this their doubt right. you know what i mean now the person that brought the uh the sick boy to jesus they had no doubt about him healing them. right <laughs> you know what i mean he said, it's, but it's they crazy, came to his man. disciples first and they couldn't they do did. it. Go ahead, Rob. No, I'm just, it, it, it's funny because think about if you look at it from nine days, excuse me for cutting you off. It's just something you that good? you just said. It's yeah. a young, a young faith, like a young believer. Expectations are so great when they come into the faith. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, it talks about in the Bible, we got to have childlike faith. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. and it's important for that because when you are babe in Christ, you believe in God for anything, and it's coming at you. Boom, boom, boom. God is, like, just blessing you, showing you he real. But as we grow, you get off that milk, and you go to meat, and we got to wait. And that's when we start wavering because we're still looking for them instantaneous um, answers. But as you mature, you just you got to hold on to the faith. And I think that's, that's how I kind of parallel with the disciples. Although they saw it, a lot of times they took it for granted that they've been there so long that mm -hmm. they they forgot and i think as as a body we do that sometimes we take for granted yeah i know what the words say but i need god to move right now you know what i'm saying go ahead see whole lot of us do that man we do that on a regular we do that oh, yeah. all the time and you know we mean well we mean well all right we're gonna go to in the bible james one uh one through six all right yeah we hit him up a little earlier yeah but we're gonna go back through it again uh james servant servant of God of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes of the dispersion or the 12 tribes of Judah, basically what they're talking about. Test your faith. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials 
of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives gen generously without to all without reproach and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting for no one who doubt for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything for a Lord from the Lord. He is a double minded man. and He is unstable in all his ways. So once again, this also counts for doubt. But point out, if you are doubting. Don't think you're going to receive what you're praying for. Sorry. You know what I mean? If you're doubting that again, that if again, you bro. are doubting and what it means by obviously is normal. Everybody doubts on certain things. But the thing is, if we took this formula, uh, let me put it back to us. If you took if we took this formula that I'm going to get in the word and I'm going to read the word till I have zero doubt of what I'm going to pray for, that God is willing to do it. We got a whole lot more prayers answered. You dig what I mean? Like if we really got in the word, it's like, okay, look, I got this. I got this foundation. And we know in God's word, he say, remind me of my word. Put me in remembrance of my word, right? right and so that right. you can present with the word and you have faith in the word because the Bible says faith come, comes by hearing and hearing by the words of Christ. And the words of the Christ is word, the word of God, right? So right. if you can find in the word and you be so solid on that, no doubting, We'll get a lot more accomplished, man. We we would get a lot more breakthrough with the things we're praying for. Go ahead, Rob. Oh uh, no, no, you good, brother. I'm I'm listening. Okay, we're gonna go to uh let me get this set up where we going to next before I switch. Uh, Mark gosh. six, one through six. Thank you, sir. So I ain't gotta look at my phone. All right, we're going to Mark six, and you said one through six? Yes, sir. All right. All right, uh, title of this here, Jesus Rejected at Nazareth. He went, he went away from there and came to his hometown, and his disciples followed him. And on the Sabbath, he began to teach in a synagogue. And many who heard him were astonished, saying, where did this man get these things? What is the wisdom, uh, yeah, what is the wisdom given to him? How are such mighty works done by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph? Joseph and Judas and Simon and are not his sisters with us. And they took offense at him. And Jesus said to him, a prophet is not without honor, except in his hometown among his relatives and, uh, and in, in his own household. And he could do this. Is what I want to get to, he could do no mighty work there, except that he laid hands on a few sick and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. Look, Jesus is the son of God, right? Jesus is the son of the person that created everything. He is in the Godhead, but he is literally the son of God. And it said that last line, and he was marveled at their unbelief. He laid hands on a few sick and he could only, other words, he could only do, uh, he could do no mighty work there except that he laid hands on a few sick people and healed them. He marveled because their unbelief. Unbelief is very, very destructive to your faith. And yes. even Jesus, the son of God, because of the people, not Jesus' unbelief, he had no unbelief, but the people was unbelieving. And he could only do a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Now, obviously in these days, one person getting healed 
is amazing miracle. But we know Jesus had plenty of miracles on top of miracles. Right. There were so many that they could not even be counted. You know what I mean? So Yeah. Um that's that's huge, brother. Yeah. But uh go ahead, brother. No, I was just saying like for anybody who listening who you are saved. Yeah. And people writing you off because it's a narrative that's been written about you or people think they know what about you or where you came yeah, from or your mama on drugs, your dad, or you failed before. Um, any of that part, that anything that you've done in your past, don't let that dictate your dedication and commitment to the to the um the Great Commission. Yeah. Because this was early on in Jesus's um ministry. Right. Just think if he would have got discouraged because mm. people didn't want to believe God with him. Everybody right. can't go, y'all. I, I don't know why I need to say that to somebody. Everybody can't go and don't Amen. let your past dictate who you are in Christ because in Christ you're a new creation. You're a new Amen. creature. I don't care. If it happened yesterday, guess what? It's in the sea of forgetfulness. So, again, repent and keep going. Go ahead, C. Yeah, everything what Rob said, and we have to uh, st remain steadfast. Yep. Do not doubt. Stay faithful. Stay in faith, man. Like, uh, I'm going to go through everything. The three – the uh, it was basically four different kinds of things that describe uh, what faith isn't. It's not unfeigned. And the definition of that, before we wrap up, uh, sincere, uh, unfeigned means genuine in feeling. Sincere stresses absence of hypocrisy, feigning, or any falsifying embellishment or exaggeration. Uh, double-minded, and that means being double-minded is to be double-souled or double-hearted to exist with divided loyalties or allegiances. Double-minded people are easily swayed by doubt or uncertainty, which is the opposite of a follower of God. Ooh, Jesus, every time. Weak, liable to break or uh, give way under pressure or easily damaged. And doubt slash unbelief, to be uncertain about something, to believe that something may not be true or is unlikely, to have no co no confidence in someone or something doubt so like with that last definition what we was talking about doubt and unbelief shows the example of having no confidence of what jesus can do for you like you can say hey hey, i believe you can do it but if you if you are in doubt about it then in certain area and like look you can be in faith about a part of something and in doubt about the other part and you got to get that together you know what i mean and what i mean by that like speaking on like on houses you could be in faith that you can have a house, but you can be in doubt that you can ever be debt free to get a house. Or you can be in faith. I can have a house. I fully believe that God give me a house, but you be in doubt that you will ever make enough money to buy a house, which is competing thoughts, which means you yeah. ain't going to get what you believe in God for. You dig what I'm yeah. saying? So you got to get them lined up or you could be in faith that I can have a spouse, but you be in doubt that anybody ever love you. Well, you ain't going to have mm -hmm. no spouse. Number one, you ain't going to never talk to nobody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So when when they say God sent a spouse, she ain't gonna come knock on the door but like, hello, I'm the spouse. That's another thing I want to touch on this before we go. You know, a lot of faith is a noun and an ad in an adjective. Other words, it's an action and it's a present thing. You know, nouns is like a present tense, action is moving, right? And sometimes your faith is the movement that you do, right? So for example, like meeting a spouse, like Rob. Met his wife. I met my wife. Right, you wouldn't have dated if you wouldn't try to holler at her. You know what I mean, or vice versa, or whatever. Like it just, it just don't land in your lap, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. The most fine dude, it ain't landing in your. He gotta, he gotta step out. And the same things with 
with some of the things of God. I'm not saying it's like trying to date, but if you believe in God for something, whatever it may be, we'll say a new car, right? The 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 belief part is like, hey, I believe in, I'm trusting God. I, I, you pray to him and you thank God for it, right? The faith, the other part, because belief and faith are synonymous, right? The believing portion of faith is like, yo, I believe it. You know, I believe that I can receive it. I believe I got it. I believe it. You know what I mean? But then the action part is, okay, now you got to do the work. And the work is get your credit right enough to get a job, to, to get a car, uh, maybe get a job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's get a job. You know, get your finances together. Start looking for cars. All that is a act, uh, 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 example of faith or is, is, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, not sidebar. You know, when uh, 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 we'll just say example. But all of that is example. Like say, yo, I'm believing for a car, but you never went and go looked at no cars. You never got no pictures of no cars. You never have an idea. I give an example of Rob. Like Rob, never know I watched this. Like, Rob always wanted a particular Maxima. He told me about it before he had the Maxima, right? He told me probably years before he had the Maxima. He had one Maxima. He wanted a different one. He wanted this certain way. But he talked about it beforehand. Right. But talking about it without doing the actual work, because the Bible says faith without works. It also says this in James. Faith without works is dead. Other words, if you believe it for something, but you ain't doing the work, then it ain't dead. It's not going to happen. You get what I'm saying? Hopefully that's that's making sense. So. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that's it. <laughs> I, I felt like that's it. But yeah, man. So hey, be in faith. But also exercise your faith. You know what I'm saying? Walk that thing out. Walk that walk thing it out. Walk it out. And do not live. Do not operate in false faith. Remember the story we read about the seven sons of Skeba. Right. I'm just right. saying. Do not walk operate in that fake stuff, man. Like, hey, if you ain't there yet, just say, Lord, help me, help me, help me to right, understand. Right. Do more reading. Do more uh of reading the God's word where you can understand it. Listen to messages on what you're believing for. You know, listen yeah. to messages about that. You know what I'm saying? Dig, dig into it until your faith is built up enough to where you can really believe in it. You know what I mean? Uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, DJG, like God that. gave the Israelites the promised land, but they still had to. Exactly. They exactly. did. And, and they is the greatest them. example of God's grace yeah. because they was trifling and hard-headed, but they still had to fight for it. They walked, around that, they, they walked around it, not desert, but they walked around that uh, wilderness the forever wilderness ever. until they got it right. And then they got yep. up in there, got into the promised land. Two weeks, 40 years. Don't be that. Don't be that. So we'll be back. Uh, this is the third. So we'll be back on. Uh, Hold on, brother. I'll let date? you know. So we ain't. It's 17th, brother. 17th. We'll be back on the 17th with a new subject. Uh it's going to be a good one. I don't know what it is, but God will give it to us, and we'll be back oh, with yeah. it, man. So we just want to encourage you guys, uh, knowing what faith is, man, because a lot of times we we think we're operating in faith and we're not. And I've said this before on many Bible studies. We don't want to read the Bible with the sense of any denomination. we just right. reading the Bible. You know what I'm saying? And we, we operate in what we know from the Word. You know what I mean? So don't be – Fake in faith. Don't try to do something that you know you ain't prepared for. You know what I mean? Ain't nothing wrong with stepping out, but know that you know that the Lord is leading you to do something. You know what I'm saying? Like, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. It's very good to always submit to God first before you move on something that you think that God wants you to do. You have to hear from God. 
You have to hear Amen. from God. Rob, you got anything for the people before we wrap oh, up, brother? Oh, sir, you that was that was it right there. You brought it on home, Doc. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Winder will be happy. All right, man, we appreciate y'all watching us, man. Uh, we'll be back on the 17th, if Rob said that right, uh, yeah. on the on the third Tuesday of this month with a new subject. And then we may, we're probably yeah. going to come back to faith after a couple of sessions, man. So we thank y'all, man. And we thank y'all yeah. for uh, hanging in there with us. Thank y'all for digging in the word. Uh, we appreciate uh, appreciate everybody who came through tonight. No problem, Noah. Uh, just Jane. Everybody who come through, man, we, we, we're so honored and grateful, man. Uh, yeah definitely we're not preachers but we preach <laughs> we'll just say that that's not our vocation but you know i i'm not gonna act like it's not in both of us i know it is but right. we thank god for you, you guys uh joining in with us and being a part of this man so but don't be a stranger man this thursday night we'll be back with our uh not the same podcast, the same podcast. Normal show and uh we'll have a good one uh i don't know what we're gonna talk about yet but i got some ideas there's a lot of stuff going on in the nba so uh we'll catch y'all on the 17th, man. I'm C. Micah. Robert Dean. We is out, man. See y'all later. Yeah.